Lorraine McCann and Gareth Overton have been performing together for almost five years. Always live, never recording, until now. We walked through a field one day To the other side And we walked to the shore one day And hid from the tide That's a track called Where Oak and Elm Grow songs they've written themselves for their first ever CD. It's a major shift in direction for the duo, a creative shift they didn't anticipate when they first got together. Quite a lot about their story is unexpected, not least how they met in the first place, and as Lorraine first explains, it wasn't at a musical event where they liked each other's voices. I put an advert on Gumtree. I wanted to have someone to sing with because I love harmony singing. I wouldn't say I was good at it, but I I really like it. And the advert that I put on Gumtree said that I mainly wanted to sing cover songs by a a band called the Indigo Girls. I was really looking for another female voice, but I said, if you have a nice male tenor voice, then that's cool as well. And from my perspective, I wasn't looking for a band. I was singing in a choir and that was coming to an end. I think I'd already said I was going to leave the choir. While I was on Gumtree, I just thought, I just see people put want ads, don't they, on Gumtree? People put adverts for what they want, not what they're selling. And a couple of clicks later, I was sending Lorraine a reply and saying, well, that sounds like it could be up my street. And it came together. I think we both feel, you know, I think at one point quite recently, we said we we both felt we hit the jackpot there. Mm -hmm. It was great. They'd been performing together for about two years, building both audience and a repertoire. But then, as Gareth recalls, everything changed. We were building up our sets and we had 20 odd songs and we just performed a two hour proper set, mostly cover songs like Lorraine just said. And that was just before lockdown and then it happened and that changed everything. Suddenly nobody could perform just as we were gaining momentum yeah, we and just... branching out and getting heard. So that changed everything for us. And we were suddenly in separate places, not able to come together to rehearse or collaborate in any way. We've now become quite a different band, original songs singer-songwriters sticking very much to our particular Overton and McCann sound, which was trying all sorts of different things. Lorraine is the main wordsmith in this partnership, for a time aided by her friend and fellow singer, Rosie Nimmo. Rosie's a friend of ours, and I used to go around to her house occasionally and we'd just sit and play the guitar. She came up with a songwriting prompt, an inscription that was written in a book. She said, you know, go away and you write a song based on that and I'll write a song based on that and I'll see you next week. I came home and I couldn't think of anything and the night was coming round and I thought, I said to John, that's my husband, I can't think of anything. However, the musical muse moves in mysterious ways and her husband recalled something which was to prove much more fruitful. The writer, Alistair Gray, had died close to this time and a friend of his had told him about an inscription that he had written in a book that was for her mother. She went to a book signing and she said to Alistair, You might not remember this, but actually way back in the 60s, you and my mum were at art school together and you danced with her. My husband got me a photocopy of the inscription. can't remember the exact wording, but it did say something like, I remember that you danced with me. I just thought, okay, you know, I can do something with that. Remember, remember the night when we met There was snow or a heat wave or fog or I wore some silver or leather or stripes 
You said something funny or stupid or wise. I'm not very good at the details, you see, but I do remember that you danced with me. The music, or more specifically the arrangements, the harmonies, were the work of Gareth. The switch to recording rather than performing live proved an inspiration to him. In the history of our duo, you came with some songs already written. So it was my job to kind of think, well, what can I do with this? When we first sang together, right at the beginning, it was like, oh, well, I'll try and write a harmony to that song. Yeah. So I think I have kind of stuck with being the harmony writer. I like to think that when we're live and acoustic, and it is just the two voices and the one instrument usually playing at a time, we do manage some interesting close harmonies that maybe make your ears prick up. But obviously the ability to record and add extra voices and extra tones and a little bit of instrumentation really has just expanded that. And yeah, like you say, made it a bit more interesting. For their recordings, they enlisted the help of a producer who brought a fresh pair of ears to the project. The producer we've worked with, Mark Pilly, Arcsong Records, he really kind of tuned into what we were about. As soon as he heard our sound and our songs, he would come up with suggestions. I'm just going to take this away. And he'd come back and he'd say, what do you think to this? And it just kind of fitted like a jacket or a glove. It just fitted perfectly with what we were already doing rather than being in a different direction that made us scratch our heads. So um, I would say it's been sort of resonant with or enhanced rather than crafting our sound. Does that make sense? The only thing I would add to that is that there's a very simple practical fact that we deal with when we play live, which is that Gareth only has one mouth. So (laughs) he has to either sing or play the trumpet. And what Mark has done in his arrangements is he's taken the opportunity to not be limited by that. And that means that what we normally do live is the trumpet is a solo instrument. And what Mark's done is he's used it as colouring more of the song. And I think that that's made our sound more distinctive. I think it's in a really, really good way. We probably still can't quite replicate that live, but in terms of letting people in on that core sound of guitar, trumpet and harmony voices, I think Mark has really cemented that. Expanded it a bit, yeah, just mm-hmm. just by simply being able to have the trumpet in the background while we sing, yeah. which we can't do when we're on stage. Yeah. We've had a few comical conversations about whether we can and how we might do it, but no, mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to happen. There are five original tracks on the CD, which Lorraine calls an EP, and they're also available to download. What both Lorraine and Gareth are hoping is that as music venues are becoming popular again, their fans from before the pandemic will recognise and like the change in their musical style. We are a slightly different act than we were pre the pandemic. Um, Before that, we were really a covers band, Mm. and now we're really an originals band. So that's a slightly different circuit. Yeah, but, um, but it's a circuit that we want to be on, and we definitely want people to listen to the EP and book us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the motives for doing it, as well as just making your record, you know, now we've kind of turned ourselves around in the middle of the pandemic into this 
original singer-songwriter band to get bookings. We wanted to be heard so that people could tell what we were, but we didn't have any recordings of that. You know, nobody had seen us do a set. So it was a matter of what's our shop window? So the obvious answer is we did need to record ourselves properly so that we can say to people, here's our band, here's our website, here's our songs. This is what you get if you book us for your summer events or whatever it will be. And the leaves will be brown by now In the corner where oak and elm grow And the sea will be still